Hello and welcome to this next to this new episode of Talking About My Generation. Wow, I flubbed that, didn't I? <laughs> Holy fuck, we need a beep right there. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to Talking About My Generation, a podcast about. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> God, you sound like me when I try to record a uh, uh, ad copy. <laughs> There's at least 20 million different. I I, I sat here. Uh, we're currently looking for uh, writers for GeekCastRadio.com. Uh, so I sat here and tried to record a, a audio ad to put to a video to put on YouTube. And uh, I... Every time I try to read ad copy, I go through at least 10 takes. And with each take that I flub up, I keep getting pissed and pissed and pissed and pissed and pissed and pissed and pissed. Like I get madder and madder every single time. And it's like, oh, God. I mean, I know, you know, recording podcast ads or ads for your for your website to, you know. Oh, yeah. The way we... The the way we do it at GCRN is we basically just either trade you know links on we, on on our site or the other person's site or we'll we'll trade podcast ads or network ads or whatever else, so it's all free. It's not like you know I'm trying to yeah. sell our ourselves to ABC or NBC or anything like that, but it's like and, and I can say this because it's kind of behind the scenes thing. I've said it on Twitter before, and, and my buddy Michael Dodd from ThisWeekInGeek.net said, you really shouldn't say that. And I said, I really, really hate recording ads because it takes me – it takes. It took me one time to record an ad for TuneCast Beyond Season 2. It took me two hours oh, Jesus. to get the co- – and it's 30 it, – it's – a paragraph and a half of copy. It's yeah. supposed to be a third. It took me two hours to get a 30-second ad correct. Oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave all this in because this is good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, for those of you who are wondering, who are listening, who are tuning in, this <laughs> is Talking About My Generation, where we talk about 80s, 90s, you know, even 21st century pop culture stuff. Uh, we will be talking about movies, video games, TV shows, uh this week, we're actually going to be covering something straight out of the 90s. Uh, for those of you who remember, a little guy named Ben Savage, he had a TV show. I remember show. his brother. Oh, yeah, everybody <laughs> remembers his brother, you know, because everybody heard that inner monologue on The Wonder Years, which yeah. I will have to cover at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we're going to be talking about Benny Savage. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking about Little, little Savage here uh, in the TV show Boy Meets World. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the new upcoming show, Girl Meets World, which brings him back.
It's actually going to air on Disney Channel the night, the day you put this up. Yes. <laughs> it will air on Disney Girl Meets World, the sequel slash spinoff series. It's a sequel series. It's not a real, it's not a reboot, but it's a sequel television series done by the Disney Channel. It airs June 27th, 2014 at 9.45 p.m. Yes. So tune in for those of you who haven't listened, who haven't watched it yet, uh, Mike and I actually got a chance to watch this kind of sneak peek through iTunes. They had it free for us. I'm not sure if it'll still be up when this recording goes up. So if it is, go grab it. <laughs> I would assume so. Um, I don't really know. I do know that uh, it's free right now, as you said. Um, it might be – I'm just trying to see here. Um, it might uh, – I don't know because I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for oh that's not good um, <laughs> I'm looking for the Wikipedia article uh, for uh, for it and I don't see the actual number of episodes but I do know that they have been picked up for a episodic first season on the Disney Channel oh yeah on uh, on iTunes if you buy the season pass without knowing how many episodes there are going to be for the first season for HD it's Twenty eight ninety nine for standard def. It's eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. So you can always do that. Yeah, and according to IMDb, is that they're looking at twenty one episodes currently. So yeah, hopefully we go. get all twenty one. Oh uh, well, it's the Disney Channel. I mean, yeah. if they can put on X number of years of the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and then the Sweet Life on Deck, I'm sure that Girl Meets World will at least get its full season. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> And plus, look at it this way. As I said, it's a sequel series. You have all of us from 93 to 2000 that grew up with Boy Meets World. Yeah. All of us fans are going to tune in to see where these characters are now. Yes. <laughs> so with that in mind, let's jump into Boy Meets World here. Uh, it's, I, I might, I'm going to be honest, I'm a little rusty on this because it's been a while. I have not watched any episodes for it really uh, I, I mean, well, let me take that back. I have watched episodes. I do remember watching it back when it was like on TGIF mm -hmm. on Friday nights on ABC. So I remember that. But since then, I really haven't watched a whole lot of it. I know that they did reruns on you know WGN and whatnot. Uh, what were your thoughts, Mike? They they're mainly currently they were as of last year doing reruns on. Uh, the ABC family channel, like early mornings. And then they switched it to early, late, late afternoons. It is now, uh, I think Monday, I could be wrong about this, but Monday through Friday at like seven, seven thirty PM on the Disney channel, uh, to kind of, they've been running episodes of boy meets world on the Disney channel to prep everybody for girl meets world coming up. Um, boy Smart meets thing. world. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, if the ABC Family Channel, you know, can can run them since ABC and Di you know Disney and all that stuff, so it only it only makes sense. Yeah. Um, Boy, Boy Meets World was was great. It was it was awesome. It was 
it was at a time for me, it, it aired over seven years of my life, which was 93 to 2000, I believe that's, yeah, September 24th, 1993 to May 5th, 2000. So between the time I was 13 and 20 years old, um, I'd say around 16, 17, I kind of fell away from it. But between ages 13 and 15, oh man, I love that show. Yeah, I, I was about the same. I mean, it was kind of that time frame when we were kind of growing up with Corey Matthews. You know, it was, I was a little bit older than, than him, but it was still kind of cool to watch him grow and watch him mature and, you know, find out about girls. And, you know, yeah, there were, they, it was kind of the preteen show at the time. You know, I mean, you, you really didn't have a whole lot of stuff that was out there for, that, you know, 12 to 12 to 14, you know, or I, I should say like 10 to 14 age bracket. And then that was the like teams. a say the, you didn't have anything around this time like Saved by the Bell because yeah. Saved by the Bell only lasted a few seasons. Uh, Saved by the Bell college years only lasted one season. The sad thing is Saved by the Bell, the new class out of all those series lasted the longest for them from the same years that this lasted. It lasted yes. seven years. I would rather watch this than Saved by the Bell, the new class. Oh, so um, would I. <laughs> you know, what's so funny about Boy Meets World is where I've seen some of the seen or heard some of the actors in other things. Oh, yeah. Okay? No, no, no. Like Ben Savage. He was the mole in Austin Powers. Mole, mole, mole. Was it Ben or Fred? I think uh, no, I thought it was actually Ben. It was, it was Fred. It was Fred. It was his brother, Fred. Okay, yeah. Sorry about that, listeners. Um, ben Savage is like that's the great. I really, oh god, I would kill, kill to get an interview with the Savage brothers together because if you look at those two guys. One is the 80s kid. The other is the 90s kid. Oh, yeah. And they're two completely different worlds, but they just work. Uh, okay, so as, as, as far as seeing some of the cast and, and other things, the only one that I've really seen outside uh, – well, two actually – outside of Boy Meets World, Jason Marsden. He was um, – I think his character was actually named Jason. He was um, Eric's friend. Uh, and of course, Will Friedel and Jason Marsden are best buds in real life. For those that don't know, Jason Marsden is the voice of Max Goof. He's also the voice of Gear on uh, Static Shock. Um, Nermal on he's Garfield. He's the voice of Nermal on the <laughs> Garfield show. Um, uh, so I've seen Jason. I've actually interviewed him. I, I, need, I need to get him back for a new interview. Um, but uh, the one that really kind of shocked me, on some of the stuff that I'd other stuff I'd seen him in was William Russ was, was Alan Matthews, the father, because, um, after watching boy meets world, I got big into CBS's hit show Nash bridges at the time. And he plays a very, very sadistic hitman in that show. Ooh. So seeing him go from, it was only one episode, but see, seeing him go from, Alan Matthews to this this hitman guy. It's like, oh my god, that's so night and day. And you know, we got to talk about the Blake, the big black car in the room. I mean, come on, Mr. <laughs> Feeney is Kit. Yes, you know, you, you ha and it's. 
you know, I, I know we've talked about this. I know you mentioned it. We talked about it on Night Night Rider episode. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't make that connection until I went to go oh. do the Night Rider episode. And I went, holy crap, that's Mister Feeny. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew when this show came up because I was so obsessed with Night Rider as a kid. When this show came up, I. Didn't you, I didn't even look. I don't even think I was looking at the episode. I just heard the voice, and I'm like, and I turned, and I'm like, well, "Kit's an old dude. Holy crap!" <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, Boy Meets World. I loved it. Uh, like I was saying, here in Louisville, Kentucky, it aired on ABC Family. Oh God, for the last two years, like early morning, like I would say seven to nine a.m. So for two hours every morning, every single weekday. You got two full hours of Boy Meets World. I saw all the way from season one. I didn't watch it every single day for, you know. No. But I saw various episodes from season one to season seven in the past two years. And I'm telling you, when we get to season six and seven, I, I'm a grown-ass man, ladies and gentlemen, but there's still some shit that makes me cry. Because oh, yeah. every time I watch uh, season six and seven, which according to Wikipedia – is the college years for for uh, oh wow I was gonna say saved by the bell damn <laughs> for Boy Meets yeah. World uh, uh, you know it's as the seasons go on uh, AB was this originally ABC yes yeah. as the seasons went on Michael Jacobs uh, who is the showrunner for it and the creator um, this is a show that executes season finales and season premieres very well. Once you get deeper into the seasons when there's more emotion going on, like around the time of Corey and Topanga's wedding, or there was a few episodes where they do alternate timelines, uh, what if Corey and Sean never met, um, or they did an episode where everybody falls out of touch with everybody else and they try to come back for Feeney's retirement and it's some sort of dream sequence. All this stuff is just, all this stuff from the later seasons is just severely emotional. The stuff from the first four seasons, five seasons is mostly comedy because here's the breakdown folks from Wikipedia. Season one is grade school. Seasons two to five are high school. And then as I said, season six and seven are college. So seasons one to five are pretty much, there are a lot of serious things. They do tackle some serious issues in this series, but the majority of season one to five, it's meant to be a family comedy, and it works very, very well. Oh, yeah. It really does. Um, every single character is likable. Even the bullies in this series are likable. Frankie? <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't, wasn't – now, refresh my memory because I, I seem to remember Frankie as being – a kid who was going to beat him up because he didn't know how to read. Am I mm-hmm. correct on that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm just trying to look here now. Yeah, because um, I mean it, it's it's been a while, and it's yeah. Like I, I remember like Sean getting in his face and being like, "Dude, that's not you know that's not funny. That's mm-hmm. you know that's sad. L- let's let's help you and everything. You know, so I mean you see stuff like that. All of the characters. I mean even Eric. You know even you know Corey's older brother Eric. <laughs> You uh, gotta find a. You gotta find Eric Matthews' feedy line and put it in. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eric Matthews was. I liked him because of how he started out. Is that he? He kind of was just this, you know, a, a fuck up. That's the best way I can put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he screwed up, and somehow he still managed to get through life. And you know, it was. I watched him just get 
dumber and dumber throughout the series. It, it wasn't, I don't mean that in a bad way. It was just kind of like you started seeing him do goofier and goofier things and more out there things towards the end, you know, towards the end of the series. And I kind of liked it because it was, you know, you kind of got him as being the comedic relief for some of the heavier stuff that was going on. And, well, the funny thing about Frankie is, um, <laughs> it's not a scooter, it's a sailboat. A sailboat, is, a scooter <laughs> is a sailboat, stupid head. It's Ethan Suppy from Mallrats oh. that is Frankie. Oh, God. <laughs> now, they did, Frankie and Joey, um... Frankie came in in season two. I, it doesn't say here um, why he was making fun of them, uh, whether it was because he couldn't read or not. Um, uh, he does befriend Corey and Sean in season three. Jo- Joey vanishes after season three and fa- Frankie after season four. But the two return for the season five finale graduation when they are last seen receiving their high school diplomas. After spending a presumed eight years in high school, <laughs> Frankie suggests that they both become criminals, first asking Corey and Sean to put down their addresses in times they wouldn't be old. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, but like I'm saying, every single character in this is absolutely likable. Oh, yeah. Now, there, are some, there are some shows, some movies that I just don't care for the bullies. Um. This, you know, this isn't one of them because they turn the bullies into likable characters. And even when they were bullying everybody, they were kind of likable characters. Um, but amazing chemistry between the core cast. Uh, and well, let's I'm trying to think, when did, uh, when did Home Improvement start? I want to say right around the same time. Uh, I want to say like 91, maybe? Let me okay. see. Uh, because, um, if you think about it, uh, Disney, uh, or ABC, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, not, you're right, 91, 91 to 99, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm fast, um, the, uh, the strange thing about, uh, there, there's so many correlations between this show and Home Improvement. Not necessarily oh, yeah. with with the two dads, with with Tim Taylor and 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 Alan Matthews, but you've got in Home Improvement, you've got the Taylors and Mr. Wilson, who you hardly, if ever, I don't think anyone ever saw his face on the show. No, Mr. Wilson was the neighbor behind the fence. In this, you have the Matthews family. And Corey's teacher, Mr. Feeney, living next door. So the two shows are similar in that regard, as far as you know. Boy, Boy Meets World just took it a little, a little step closer and didn't didn't allow the the neighbor to be hidden behind a fence. But um, the show is so heartwarming. I mean, the season one years where you know they're in grade school, and it's stuff that I. I don't necessarily remember learning, but it's it, it's probably how I would act in grade school. I, I honestly yeah. think in grade school I was probably a Corey Matthews. I know I wasn't a Sean Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I remember in fourth grade I tried to be a Sean Hunter and got punished for it. All is <laughs> and I don't know. 
I, I, I swear I want to go back to my fourth grade teacher and say, um, you trampled on my First Amendment rights because I wrote in one of my papers that I like listening to hard rock music and, and something else, and they're like, no, this is bad. You can't write about this. And I'm like, what, really? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know, uh, Boy Meets World, it's absolutely amazing. I, I truly wish, now that all, all seven seasons are on DVD, I truly wish ABC, Disney, would go back and release a full, complete series set. So, And you would think with Girl Meets World now coming up um, that they would go back and do that. Um, they, they might. Disney, they might. Disney's kind of funny about that stuff, though. They, yeah, they, they are very funny about that stuff. You know, um, we can hope, but there's no guarantees on it. Uh, let's let's talk about the cast a little bit because I mean we've we've kind of covered some of them already. You know, I mean, let, let's talk about some of what they've done here, other than Boy Meets World. <laughs> okay, wait one second. I just now looked on Wikipedia. I just scrolled up and I realized what Corey is short for, and all I can think of is Yukon Yukon Cornelius Matthews. <laughs> He's yes. he's a humble bumble. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, like, I don't think I've ever seen Cornelius shortened to Corey. But anyway, um, yeah, go ahead and go. It, it works though. It works though. You know, it works. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't, but it does. Um, well, let, let's uh, talk about. Do we want to start bit. with the Savage? Yeah, we'll start with the Savage one. Uh, a couple of the things I remember him. And this is probably my first experience with ever seeing Ben, and, and according to IMDb, it's the very first time he was ever acting on screen. Mm-hmm. Was he played Eric in Little Monsters, and that was uh, Fred Savage is supposed to be his little brother in the movie. Which hey, guess what? Perfect role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I loved him in that. I thought it was perfect. You know, uh, he came out in that. He was in. Uh, he was in a couple of episodes of Dear John. Uh, obviously Boy Meets World, which we mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, boy, he really, I mean, I'm like seeing stuff. He had a role in Chuck, like a one episode role, mm-hmm. uh, where he played a character named Mark Ratner. Uh, he had an, ep- he had a role on Bones, uh, uh Party Trace. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's, but I mean, it, it's look, looks like mostly he was just Corey Matthews, <laughs> Well, here's the funny thing. You know, I remember this, and I, I hate to admit that I watched this show, but Disney Channel, I, I honestly think at some point, not obviously not this episode, but at some point we need to do a, an episode specifically dedicated to the Disney Channel content and how it's evolved over the years as far oh, yeah. as the original series and the original movies. But over the last few years, the Disney Channel, since certain Disney Channel series have have gone away or not necessarily been canceled, but ended, like Sweet Life, and um, I hate to admit it, but the fourth season of Hannah Montana wasn't that bad. But uh, I noticed I started watching Shake It Up only because I was interested in some of the other characters, not necessarily the two girls that were on there, but I was interested to see like Rayshon Fagan, who eventually would go on to like dancing in the dancing with the stars and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, what is so funny about it is Cor- uh, Corey, I'm sorry, Ben is on an episode of that called review it up where he plays this, this critic and the girls try to get him to give them a good review or to give the show Shake It Up a good review. And they go through all this stuff and he ends up going through all this stuff because of them. It, 
<laughs> it's comedy I've never seen Ben Savage do, but it was absolutely hilarious. Oh, I mean, he's just, he's a great role and I'm, I'm glad to see him back. You know, I'm glad to see him returning for Girl Beats World. So, Absolutely. Um, moving down the line here, I mean, we've got some of the others here. Why don't you go ahead and take the great kit? <laughs> um, you know, William Daniels, he's had a, a magnificent, magnificent career. And IMDb... I don't care if he wasn't credited as Kit in the show. IMDb, you should have a picture of Knight Rider up here, what he's most known for. Because, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, his very first, wow, he's had a lot, I can't stop scrolling, holy crap. Um, his very first role was A Woman for the Ages, a TV movie, John Quincy, he played the president, John Quincy Adams, <laughs> 1952. Um, that's according to IMDb when his first, uh, his first, uh, thing had happened. Um, you know, and he would go on to do other stuff, uh, over the years. I think really where we kind of know him from is the voice of Kit, the Night Industries 2000. He was on McLeod for, um, a couple episodes. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, he was on the Nancy Walker show. Uh, this is all in the seventies. Um, like I said, Knight Rider, he was on Quincy M.E., I believe. Wasn't he insane elsewhere? Yeah, he was insane elsewhere here. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. He was on Tra- Trapper John M.D. He was oh. on... Uh, yep. Galactica 1980. He was Norman yeah. Bloor. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, they're insane elsewhere. He was Dr. Mark Craig. Um, and then, honestly, after Knight Rider Insane Elsewhere, he's done... He had done some stuff. Um... Like uh, Back to the Streets of San Francisco TV movie, he came back obviously for the Knight Rider 2000 TV movie. Uh, he was on Nurses for one episode. Uh, he was uh, in a TV movie called The Lottery, and then that was '96. But um, really, in '93 is where he kind of yeah, because according to this, he did Nurses in '93, and then he did Bat Boy Meets World from '93 to 2000. He was on an episode of Star Trek Voyager. He was on an episode of Scrubs as Dr. Douglas. He was in an episode of uh, uh, Touched by an Angel. Um, I love this. He came back to do The Simpsons as (laughs) Kit. Kit, yeah. Uh, Kim Possible. Uh, Yeah, he was a robot pilot. Uh, Ron Millionaire. I'm going to have to check that episode out. uh, he was in the Benchwarmers as Kit, uncredited though. Um, uh, you know, and now he's he's filming Girl Meets World as. Uh, okay, so I want to run this. Okay, we're not okay. Yeah, so yeah, I mean he's he's done a lot. I oh, mean yeah. he he's not even though we know him specifically as Kit and Mister Feeney. The guy has had a career since 1952. Yeah. I, I mean, he's done a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, wow, Sean doesn't look any older than what he did on the series. Holy no, crap. No, I know. Spider <laughs> Strong doesn't look like he's aged at all. Um, and he's one, wow, he's 35 years old and he does not look it. Jesus. At, he, well, He's a year older than me. He was born December seven, December eleventh, nineteen seventy nine. You know he looks damn good. I mean, he you know you can see 
he's gotten older, and you can tell that he's he's aged since the show mm-hmm. just a little bit. But I mean, it's still, mm-hmm. he looks pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. You know, a little taller, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, him. He started. Uh, let's see, outside of the ABC like TGIF stuff as as Sean. Um, he started in 91 in a thing called The Long Road Home. Uh, he was on a TV series, Julie is Adam McGuire in 92. He was on Empty Nest. Oh my God. He was on Evening Shade. I love that show. (laughs) (laughs) He Uh, was in The Haunting of the Taylor House in 92 on Home Improvement as Danny. (laughs) (laughs) See, there you go. There you go. There's that. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Uh, it's kind of like that eight degrees of Kevin Bacon game you used to like to play. It's kind of like how many things can we find that William Daniels and 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 Ryder Strong have been into? <laughs> um, he was Byron on Party of Five from Fox. He was uh, that was ninety six. So really, Boy Meets World in ninety three. I'm trying to see here ninety three. He did a bunch of uh, did a few TV movies and stuff like that between ninety three ninety four, but. Pretty much Boy Meets World, after Boy Meets World, uh, Roughnecks, the Starship Troopers Chronicles TV series. Which was god-awful. I, I, you know, I liked the concept, but it was still mm-hmm. god-awful. Uh, he did, uh, let's see, he... <laughs> this is what I kept saying about Will Friedel, Ryder Strong, and, and Jason Marsden. Uh, they're all three of them best buds. And um, (laughs) he was, uh, uh, Jason was Ron Stoppable in Kim Possible. Ryder was Brick Flag the Jock (laughs) in the series. Uh, Let's see here. Um, He was in Pepper Dennis, a TV series in 2006. He was in Veronica Mars uh, in one episode as Rafe. Uh, he was on Bones for an episode. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that I'm surprised he has not been on um, Law and Order, any of the Law and Orders, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's done some other TV movies and movies and shorts since then. Uh, but right now, he's doing Girl Meets World, and it's very, very awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how he how he shows yeah. up if he if he's just like a you know Uncle Sean type character or something. When we get to talking, because we're still going through Boy Meets World, when we get to talking about Girl Meets World, I will run down who is main and who is who. Who Wikipedia lists as as re- recurring ca- recurring cast members? Yeah. Um, Betsy Randall. I think this is the only thing I've seen her in, and even though she was a mom, she was one of those hot moms back in the day. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I hate using that word, but yeah, that that's really the only way to describe it. <laughs> She was Faye in Dare John. It was her very first role, according to this. She was Nancy in Family Ties. She was Candace in Baywatch in 89. Ooh, I wonder. I, I'm kind of <laughs> wondering, do I want to see that? Do I want to look that down? See how she looked in a bathing suit? <laughs> uh, and, and again, holy crap, another one, 92 to 93. She played Karen Kelly on Home Improvement. <laughs> I'm telling you, Home Improvement and Boy Meets World could almost be sister series. Oh, yeah. Um, Amy Matthews, 93 to 2000 in Boy Meets World. Um, She was in Charmed for several episodes back in 2004. 
she was in The Nightmare Room, a TV series in 2001, uh, The Beat in 2003, uh, and right now, filming Girl Meets World. Um, She'll be coming back as the mom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as the grandparent. Here, yeah, grandparent. Um, one episode, uh, the episode titled Girl Meets Home for the Holidays. So I'm assuming, let me see here. Probably some sort of Christmas episode is my guess. Yeah, let me see. I'm trying to see here on IMDb if it's... Uh, oh, oh, I don't... I don't want to read this because it's heavy, heavy spoilers here, people. Um, Corey is excited because Sean is finally coming to visit for Christmas. Topanga is worried that Amy will criticize her about throwing a holiday party. Um, so that is supposed to be season one, episode 13. So huge, huge spoilers just then, people. Yes. Spoilers are, are, are over now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Betsy Randall, she, as Amy Matthews, amazing actress, really. Now, next one, we have to cover this. <laughs> we have to go into depth because, you know, it is Batman Beyond. Yep. Will Friedle. <laughs> Good old Will Friedle. Um you know, him, he started in 88. Don't just sit there in the TV series. He was the host. Um, he, after that, did uh, True Blue, a TV series. He started as Billy in that. He was he was in Law & Order as Russ in the episode Trust from 1992. See, there we go. Um, he was in Are You Afraid of the Dark as Jimmy Armstrong. God, I love that series. One episode, I guess. Um he was in the uh, ABC After School specials as Jason Gallagher for one episode. Uh, this was 96. So all the stuff that I'm reading now happened during Boy Meets World. So just to let everybody know, um, he was in a made-for-TV movie, My Date with the President's Daughter, as Duncan Fletcher. Uh, you know, obviously, Batman Beyond. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, he was in the Disney Channel original movie in 1999, H.E. Double Hockey Sticks, as... Griffelkin, uh, Boy Meets World. Um, uh, he was uh, these in the Zeta Project as Batman Beyond. He was in Third Rock in the Sun for several episodes. Um, he was Doctor Antower in a Spider-Man video game, but he was uncredited for that. Hmm. Um, he was in Medal of Honor: Pacific Assault. Uh, I mean, the the guy has. I, I can't oh, yeah. go through all this, but um, he's got he's got way too many voice acting titles. <laughs> yeah, his his main roles everyone will know him from is obviously Terry McGinnis, Batman from Batman Beyond, Ron Stoppable from Kim Possible. Um, and I love when the creators for that that show came together. Uh, one of them said Kim Possible, she can do anything. The other one said Ron Stoppable, he can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was. Uh, Lion-O on the Thundercats. He was Bumblebee in Transformers Prime. He's actually going to be returning as Bumblebee in Transformers Robots in Disguise coming next spring. Really? To the okay. hub. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to return as Bumblebee. So yay, Bumblebee finally has a voice in cartoons again. <laughs> it's um, not just a stupid radio type thing. <laughs> no. Thank God. Well, well, the funny thing is that they did with Transformers Prime for the first three seasons up until the last episode to the movie Beast Hunters. They used our, they used similar beeps from R2-D2. Not the actual R2-D2 beeps, but stuff 
a sound effect like R2-D2 beeps, and honestly, I don't have a problem with it because it's not a radio like the movies are. Yeah. Um, but Will Friedel, amazing accomplished actor. He's one of the greats. He really, really is. Um, for a guy <laughs> that is the same age as, as Fred Savage, uh, you know, he's really accomplished a lot over the years. And yeah. he just, just amazing. You know, people are probably thinking, you know, I, I hate to say this because this is kind of a stereotype that happens when you see uh-huh. these guys that are out there in front of the camera and then all of a sudden they vanish and they go off and they do other things. People always say, oh, did he die or something? No. No, no, please, folks, don't ever think that of Wilfred L unless you actually see multiple sites because of hoaxes, multiple sites saying that he's passed on. He's doing a lot of stuff for voice. <laughs> You know, uh, I'm honestly still surprised that I don't want to speak ill of the man because I love his work. I was really surprised that Daniels was still around. Uh, I, I thought he would have passed on by now, but I mean, he's what is he, 60, 80 something? Yeah, oh, see. yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's 80 something, 27. So 14. He's, oh, geez, he's 87. He'll be 87. No, he turned 87 this year, March 31st, 1927. Um, so he's getting, oh, my God, can you imagine Kit and Stan Lee doing an interview together? Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Mind blown. Stan, oh, God. No, no, no. Stan Lee is 90-something. Okay, imagine this. Stan Lee, William Daniels, and June Foray. The three of them doing an interview together. That would be so amazing. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, that, I, I can see it, but then you got June Frey. He'd probably be going, huh? What did you say? Because yeah. she, well, she's got that hearing problem, so she's still yeah, great. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we've got Topanga, Danielle Fischel. I, you know, I want to say that I've seen her in other things, but I really don't think I have. Um, let's see here. She started 92 to 93 on Full House as Jennifer P. Um, she was then on Harry and the Hendersons as Jessica. She was on Kirk as Heather in 96. Obviously, Boy Meets World as Topanga. Uh, she was on a TV movie called Rocket's Red Glare in 2000. Uh, she was on a TV series called Nikki from 2001 to 2002. She had two episodes there. The uh, the National Lampoon presents Dorm Days. I'm kind of like, mm, do I want to see that? T- no, that was at a time where that was after Senior Trip, and that was at a time where National Lampoon films were getting really bad. Well, I, I'm saying, do I want to see it? Because I, I'm am I I'm hoping that she shows up naked, but at the same time, and it's like, do I want to ruin that? Just <laughs> let your imagination run wild. Don't even. Okay. Um, it says here that she played. Uh, Lindsay Taylor Hahn, uh, or Liz, I can't even read. It's a combination of Lindsay Lohan and, and Taylor Swift, uh, character on the soup salutes WWE oh, <laughs> pile Jesus. driving clips in your face in 2012. Um, and then she had boiling point, uh, in 2014. And, uh, now she's, you know, filming girl meets world. Um, honestly, She's an act. She's a really great actress, but she—I I don't want to sit here and typecast her. But honestly, she really is typecast because *Boy Meets World* is pretty much the only thing that I've really seen her in. Yeah, I mean, she plays that 
you know, sweet, smart girl. And it's just kind of like that's <clears throat> all that she's ever done, unfortunately. I mean, I, and I don't, and I don't want to say that it's that maybe she just has not wanted to act a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know the reasons exactly. I, I have to be honest. I do not think that she's all that attractive. You know, I mean, I see guys that are like, oh, wow, she's hot. Okay. I think she was a little creepy as a younger kid on the show. But yeah. as the panga grew up, I thought she became hot uh, after a while. Um, and, you know, it's just some people like that, you know, her type and some people don't. And that's, yeah. that's fine. Um, I completely skipped over William Russ, but William Russ is kind of next up on the list here. Uh, this man has done everything. I don't know how, but I used to get him and um, Alan Thicke confused because they both play dads on really, really popular comedy series. Yeah. Because Alan Thicke was, was Jason Seaver on Growing Pains and William is is Alan Matthews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Alan Matthews on Boeing's World. So, um, William Russ. <laughs> He's, uh, is that what I think it is? I just have to double check. Uh, yep. He started on Another World, the soap opera, <laughs> oh. 1964. Man, he's got a he's got a tie in with world stuff, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. Um, all right, breaking into the eighties, he was in uh, CBS Library, which was a TV series. He he was in an episode of Remington Steel. Uh, he was in the TV movie V. He was in the Right Stuff in eighty three. He was in Magruder and Loud in eighty five. Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah, he up. Uh, he was in St. Elsewhere for two couple episodes as Patrick O'Casey. Um, yeah, we. I need to go track that 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 two parter down and see if he interacts with William Daniels in that epi- in, in that two part episode. Wouldn't uh, wouldn't be surprised at all. <laughs> well, right, but I'm just saying. Um, crime Story. He was on that. He was uh, Wanted, Dead or Alive in 1986. Uh, he was in Capital News in 1990. Uh, he wow. was in a TV movie called Nasty Boys. <laughs> Wise Guy. Yep. He I was remember in the TV that. series Wise Guy. Uh, I mean, the man, his filmography reads like Friedel's, honestly. it's There's so many things here. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so th- this is the one that, this is the, this is the episode you need to kind of track down. Ironically, the name of the episode is called Track Down. Nash Bridges, 1996, he played Scott Lamont slash The Monk. Go track that episode down, people, and watch one episode of Boy Meets World with him in it, and then watch this and see how different he... That's how good his acting is, is going from the really awesome dad to the really sadistic uh, 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 hired hitman. I'll have to check that out for sure. I mean, um, I, I, I never really watched Nash Brishes, and it's not that I didn't like the show. It just was on at times that other stuff was on that I wanted to watch, so... What the hell was on at Friday nights at 10 o'clock that you wanted to watch? Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a couple episodes of Allie McBeal. He was on Touched by an Angel. Uh, he was on Mr. Sterling in 2003. He was on Deadwood 2004. My dad would probably was, remember him from that. He used to love Deadwood. 
He was on an episode of CSI New York and JAG as well. Uh, he was on an episode of NYPD Blue in 2004. Um, let's see here. CSI in 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, Numbers, Ghost Whisperer. Damn, like everything CBS. <laughs> Boston Legal. That's I forget which one that was from. Uh, he was in The Mentalist. He was in The X List. Uh, the, he was <laughs> he made a transition back to soaps 2009-2010 in The Young and the Restless. Uh, 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 I don't even want to click on that. Which one? 1,001 Ways to Enjoy the Missionary pos- I'm not clicking on yeah, that. Yeah, you know what? Okay, I'm we're just avoiding that. that. <laughs> it's one of those things that you... I'm- I'm fearful to click on that to see if Daniel F- Daniel Fischel is in that. I don't think she is because we just went through hers. But um, okay, let's move on to more family friendly. Uh, yes. He was in an episode of uh, NCIS. He was in an episode of Vegas, the very short-lived CBS series Vegas. He was on Nine Hundred Two One Zero from WB from Kids uh, uh, CW. Yeah, he was in an episode of NCIS Los Angeles. Uh, and right now he just completed Magic Hour. He's in post production on A Chance of Rain, and he's currently filming Girl Meets World Yay. as Alan Matthews. <laughs> um, so we've got a bunch of. I mean, you know, they're all so good. Yeah, they really are. Um, I don't really. Not that I don't care about it, but I don't really want to go through Matthew Lawrence's. I, he's a Lawrence brother. He's done a lot. Yeah, that's really about it. I mean, you know, we got to mention him just because he, yeah. you know, everybody knows that you see his face, you recognize him. Obviously, he was on Brotherly yeah. Love. You I know. mean, Jack Jack Harper, Jack Harper, his character on this was, was a great character. I just I don't want to sit here and go through all of the all of these. Um, I will say it's kind of funny that I think both of these guys did this. I'm trying to see here. Um, where is okay? Alex Desert Desert and uh, Anthony Tyler Quinn. I believe both of them. I know at least one of them was uh, was a core cast member on the on the Sam. Uh, I was going to say Sam Malone. Holy crap. Um, the, um, Ted Danson show Becker, I know, uh, oh. Alex, Alex desert was, uh, but in this, he play, in boy meets world. He plays one of the teachers. He plays the friend of Jonathan, uh, Turner. Uh, uh, let me see here. Becker, Becker, where's Becker? You'd think they'd, God, how long ago was Becker? I don't even remember. Here we go. Becker. Um, he, I'm trying to see if they, because I seem to remember seeing Jonathan Turner. I'm, of course, I'm calling him Jonathan Turner as his character yeah. <laughs> um, on Boy Meets World, but I seem to remember him at some point coming on to Becker. I could be wrong, but I, I remember it was so funny because I had already seen a number of episodes of Becker with, with Alex Desert and, uh, and then I went back and I realized, holy crap, he's also on Boy Meets World. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> um, all right. I, you know, I, I'm just looking here and I'm seeing there's, you know, we've mentioned Ethan Supley. You know, there, there's a lot of people here. And it's, I don't really want to go too, too much deeper in here just because of how long this cast list is. Oh, yeah. Obviously, there's, there's a lot of greats. You know, I mean, 
I, I, I'm looking through here to see if there's anybody who really stands out that we need to mention. Uh, you know, Marshall. Kelly, Kelly Packard. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason why I mentioned Kelly Packard is because she was on um, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not with Dean Kane, who was Superman on Lois and Clark, the new adventures <laughs> of Superman. <laughs> oh, we have to mention there was, a, there was a monkey that showed up on this, Mickey Dolenz. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me back up two monkeys, because you had Mickey Dolenz and Peter Tork. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, God. Mina Suvari, really? She was on this? Uh, uh, American Beauty and oh, yeah. uh, American Pie movies. Oh, yeah. Um, let's just stick to the core. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Boy Meets World, it really... It took the world by storm, honestly. Oh, yeah. And what was so great about it was it was a passage of time. Because as, as I said, I, I don't want to keep my, repeating myself on this, but seasons um, seasons one through where, – where is that? Um, one through five were – well. Seasons, seasons one through five were grade school. Grade school was season one, and then two through five were high school. And then six and seven were – so it took Corey – and his friends and his family over seven years uh, that, you know, seven years in, in our time for, for, for the show, it took them seven years to have these characters grow and develop. And it's such good writing. Um, yeah. The comedy is amazing when it has to be. There were times where I felt that Friedel's character of Eric Matthews was a little bit over the top. But oh yeah. I still I still enjoyed it, and I I get it. He was supposed to be that kind of character. Um, I hopefully will be eventually getting the DVDs and kind of rewatching the series again because I kind of want to relive it, and I don't want to have to rely on reruns on television. I don't blame you. Um. Uh, but no, Boy Meets World. As as I said. It was funny the first five seasons, and there is still comedy in season six and seven. But season six and seven kind of really tug at your heartstrings in a oh, yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, especially when you start seeing when you start seeing what happens with, um, not Eric, uh, Sean's father. Yeah. You know, uh, he, you know he has that heart attack, and, th- and then you find out that you know he's got this half brother who he never knew about. Yeah. You know, it was it was like, wow, this is coming out of left field. And you kind of got this feeling of, oh, my God, you started getting more invested in the in the characters. And it wasn't so much of, hey, this is Goofy Sean screwing around with his life, you know, and, and just kind of being a fuck up. Mm-hmm. It, it's no, he's actually starting to become, you know, a m- more mature person who's trying to step in and say, my God, my life was ruined by you guys. And then realizing that, no, my life really isn't ruined. It's actually gotten better because I still have everybody around me. Yeah. Um, I mean that that really was kind of the the boy meets world. Like I mean, not just for yeah, you had Ben, you know, you had Ben Savage's character there going through, and you had him kind of growing up and becoming this, you know, oh my god, I'm going out into the world, and here's what life is like, and I'm maturing and growing up and seeing the world and encountering the world with everything that comes at me, and yeah. you know, it was just it was him plus it was Sean. You know, it was Eric, it was everybody in the show who was going through that. <laughs> I do have to mention one thing. Um, Lee Norris, 
who played Minkus. He uh, he is supposedly supposed to have a guest star role on Girl Meets World, and I just saw a picture on him of him on Wiki, and I'm like, oh my god, Minkus has changed so much over the years. <laughs> Oh, let me see. I'm afraid oh, to see God. this, but no, it's it's not bad. It just it's not the Minkus we grew up with. He's he doesn't look like a geek at all. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I mean, you can still see it, but wow, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But he's he's kind of grown up. Um, I was trying to see if either one of the um. Uh, if either one of the versions of Morgan Matthews uh, were going to appear um, as guest stars, maybe in future seasons, um, I don't know. Uh, but uh, it doesn't look like it um, right now. Um, overall, Boy Meets World, absolutely amazing show. Really, really is. You know, it was it was great. And I think that the tie-in that they're doing here, the the – Second launch of this. Uh, what do you want to call this universe? I guess of, of what you know. It's it's the well it's it's a sequel series. I'll 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 say it's that, and you yeah. can probably just put in the. Uh, I'll send you a clip of the um, of the previews, and you can just put that audio in here, so we can talk about Girl Meets World. Yes.
stars, I've got some pages to turn. I got a ticket to the top of the sky. Okay, so um, Girl Meets World, the basic premise according to Wikipedia, and it's cited for, um, I'm trying to see where it's, it's cited at tvguide.com. Uh, the series will follow Corey and Topanga Matthews' daughter, Ry- daughter's, uh, Corey and Topanga, Topanga Matthews' daughter, Riley, played by Rowan Blanchard. No, she is no relation to me. Um, and her best friend, Maya, played by Sabrina Carpenter. As they navigate the challenges of life as they start 7th grade, the series is set in New York City, which is Corey and Topanga move to in the Boy Meets World series finale. Uh, so it centers on Riley and her best friend Maya, uh, two average 7th graders who come from different backgrounds. I know some people, once they see the series, are going to criticize it by saying, oh, well, Riley is, is, her, is her father... And Maya is like a Sean copycat, and she they they kind of are. But yeah. here's the thing: it doesn't matter because it's it's such a good thing because that it's a sequel series and not a reboot because it takes all the continuity of Boy Meets World and rolls it into this new series and having new adventures with Corey Topanga and their two kids. Um, and you know what I'm seeing here? Like, just watching that first episode, I'm kind of seeing we're going to see some episodes where, you know, Corey is going to be flashing back, and, you know, Corey and Topanga are going to be going, Remember when I did this to you? And we're going to have, I, I, I got this feeling we're going to have some episodes with that where it's going to be a mirroring of, you know, father and daughter. Absolutely. And I, I don't know how often. I know. Okay, so now we're at Girl Meets World. I will run down. Um, where is it? Did I see it? Maybe I saw it on the IMDb page. I'm not sure. Um, I saw it where they had um, had run down who is going to be uh, regular cast and and. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, here, here we go. It's on It's on the wiki. Okay, the core cast is Riley Matthews, Corey Matthews, who's Rowan Blanchard, Ben Savage, Maya Hart, Lucas Fryer, uh, Augie Matthews, who is um, her younger brother, uh, Topanga. Uh, that's Maine. Recurring, Farkle Minkus, who is Stuart's son, Sean Hunter, Joshua Matthews. Now, people might pause at this. At the end of the series of Boy Meets World, Amy was pregnant again. They had a third child, Joshua Matthews, at the end of Boy Meets World. He's Corey's younger brother. 
and Riley's uncle, who appeared in the final episodes of Boy Meets World as a newborn and is now a teenager. Wow. I don't so, I honestly don't I, even remember that. It's the very final episode. It's the like the final seven or eight episodes of Boy Meets World. Uh, George Feeney, obviously. Um, Harvey Harley Kainer, played by Danny McCuddy, Corey's old high school bully from Boy Meets World. He now works as uh, as the janitor at Riley and Maya and Farkland Lucas's school. Uh, job was given to given to him by Corey himself. Now I don't remember this character. I, I really don't remember him at all. I don't either, unfortunately. Uh-huh. It does list Stuart Minkus, Lee Norris, or. Yeah, Lee Norris uh, as recurring for, for the series. And then, of course, Betsy Randall and William Russ as a- Alan and Amy Matthews as the grandparents recurring. Um, I don't know how many, I don't know how many uh, episodes each of these characters are going to do. Um, I do know that as a sequel series, hopefully Disney Channel will sprinkle them in every now and then but also rely more on Corey and Topanga and then Riley and Maya. And obviously, cause it's focusing on Riley and her seventh grade adventures. Oh yeah. Um, if Disney channel does this series, right. They could do this, what they did with boy. They could do what ABC did with boy meets world, have it go seven seasons and have those seven seasons. Oh. See Riley grow up, see Riley and Maya grow up. Um, easily, easily. I hope that they don't do any of the random Disney things that they do with some other series. I, I can't really pinpoint those for you people, but there are certain things on some Disney Channel shows that it's usually the demise of them once Disney <laughs> either uh, sees them being done or allows them to be done. Right now, I have all the hope in the world for Girl Meets World because that first episode was absolutely amazing. Um People, you should be listening to this podcast after you have watched the first episode, but we do need to talk about this. Um, So, spoiler alert right now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Um, I want you to put in, as the spoiler alert right here, I want you to put in the line that Riley says in the promos. How long do I have to live in my father's world? Yes. And he says, till you make it yours. Yes. Um, But it... What Disney Channel has done is they've remade the magic of Boy Meets World in this first episode because Maya is convincing Riley to sneak out and go on the subway, which apparently she's not supposed to do by herself. Uh, and and Maya, as as the Sean-like character says, are you ready? What? Show me your face when you walk by your parents <laughs> saying, I'm going to the subway. And she shows this word. Yeah. It looks you like know. she just farted or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Maya... Maya says, okay, out the window, out the window. (laughs) And (laughs) Danny, what are you doing out here? And of course we know what's coming, but it's just so friggin' magical when it happens because Corey has already lived through, he's already done all this stuff with you. And that's, that's the magic here. Okay. I know people are going to criticize Maya as being a Sean Hunter, a female version of Sean Hunter is that kind that, that kind of character that Sean was. I don't care because it's simply amazing. The point of the series is Corey and Topanga have their world or have had their world. And now Maya is getting to live in the world and she has to make it hers. Um, and, 
God, Ben Savage. Oh my God, Corey. Now here's what I'm thinking. He puts his finger up, and I'm like, Oh my God, it's it's so amazing because Corey is basically his father. Yeah, and I and I know that you know most you know parents and you know children usually uh, obviously the children grow up to be like the parents, but he just. It felt like a William Russ line to me from the old series. It really, really did. Oh, yeah. And it's a magical, magical moment. Um, I, you know, I, I'm sold on this. Just, just how it's coming through, and I'm kind of like, wow, they actually captured it. They, they got it back. They brought mm-hmm. lightning back into a bottle, in a sense. For yeah. it, and I, I think that if they can keep this same energy going for more than just this first episode. It's going to oh, be absolutely. good. Oh, it's absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then you, you get to school and you see all these 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 people and one of the classmates is is Farkle. And uh, Farkle is for those who don't know about the original series and it's not really stated but all of us diehard fans will know about it because of watching the old series. Farkle is Minkus's son. Yeah. <laughs> um, why Stuart Minkus, whoever Stuart Minkus married, why his wife allowed them to name their son Farkle? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, I really have no clue. Um, but I, I, I'm going to say this because it was the first thing that I noticed when, when we first see Farkle. I'm looking at him, and my wife is looking at me, and we're both going, wow, he's supposed to be in love with both girls? And I take one look, and then he, you know, Ben Savage's character invites him up into the front of the class, and I mm-hmm. notice him stand up and walk up to the front, and I'm going, he's wearing green jeans. The boy <laughs> is gay. No, 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 you know, nothing about it. He's gay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, come on now. Oh, come on. Um... That's, I, I don't agree with that. I, I, I honestly know. don't. I, that's just no bad fashion sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's not. Look, okay. This is supposed to be happening in the nat, you know, here and now. Right. Uh, how many times did your parents dress you up as a kid to go to school? I remember wearing some completely atrocious clothing for school oh yeah I, I remember and i wasn't i wasn't as fat as i am now i mean i was i was a fairly skinny kid back then um back in my youth in 1986 um i i remember wearing horizontal striped shirts i remember wearing like few dark maroon fuchsia sweatpants i remember wearing slacks that were were greenish you know, people, parents dress their kids up in the strangest outfits. Now, you also got to think, Stuart Minkus also had really, really bad, his parents had really, really bad fashion sense for him as well. True. So you got to look back at Stuart's life as, you know, you got to look back at Stuart's life in Mommy's World. So I wouldn't necessarily pull the gay card on this kid just yet. You know, I know um, that's a little, I, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that to pull a Seinfeld line. And I have an, I, you know, I have numerous uh, friends who are gay, but it's oh, like, yeah. I, I just, I don't think 
Disney Channel would be that bold and have yeah a kid, it, a kid character be gay just because he's wearing green pants. Oh, I know. It was just, it was just <laughs> one of those things that, that went through my mind, and my wife looked at me and said the same thing. We're kind of like, oh, my God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, but Fargo has the same thing his father had as the, at that age. He has that, that, that overbearing kind of attitude and the whole thing at, at, at the end of his little speech. Thank you. I'm Fargo. Yes. You know, it's, it, I, I, I was waiting for like, I'll be here all week, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, but I absolutely love about that. That scene in the classroom is he flips over Corey's name tag and it has his name <laughs> on the <Yes>. side. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, oh, I, I have to mention too, because it, we, you know, one of the first things that we see is when we see the character Lucas Fryer show up mm-hmm. on the subway. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he, later on we find out that he's the new student there at the school. Yeah, and he says he's from Texas. Now, kind of looking back at Boy Meets World, I I kind of noticed this little throwback. Rachel uh, was a new student from Texas who showed up in college as well. Yeah, yeah, that so, could be that could be interesting. Um, I tell you, the one thing that shocked me out of this, there's one thing that shocked me and one thing that just made me tear up. And I think we both know what the tear up moment is. And we'll talk about that in a few moments. But oh, God, The yes. one thing that shocked me, seeing friggin' Jackie Harry, <laughs> was seeing the mom, the mom from Sister Sister. And she was, I remember her, the best role that I remember her from outside of the mother and Sister Sister with Tia and Tamara Mowry. Was she was in two two seven back in the eighties? <laughs> oh my God, Jackie! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I have always loved her as an actress, and even today, she still got it. She oh, still yeah. got that set. Yeah, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, and, and that's the beautiful thing about that scene on the subway. Both times, um, Maya pushes her. Oh, yeah. Now, I know that Rowan Blanchard probably had, like, marks that she had to hit when she was falling backwards. But that was some pretty amazing filming. Yeah. Being able to, you know, have her. <laughs> and Jackie Harry on the second time around, she lifted her up like an like if an airplane seat was, you know, coming undone and you're getting ready to, you know, get your flotation device ready. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, here, this chair is yours. <laughs> you know, um, this series is going to set up a whole bunch of awesome things with these kids. Oh, um, yeah. I see so much of Corey and Sean and Riley and, and Maya. Um, I'm not sure what to think about Lucas just yet. I, I, I guess, you're kind of right. He kind of fits the Rachel mold a little bit. Um, obviously, Farkle is, you know, Minkus's son. Um, we haven't seen... Uh, we've seen the two adult girls uh, that that said, Maya, you're not, you know, you need to stop slouching, you yes. know, in, in the subway. We've seen them, but I don't know if they're going to throw any bullies or anything. I don't know if they're going to... Oh my God! Can you imagine if Frankie came back as an adult? Oh Jesus! Ethan came back as an adult. Oh my God! Um, I could I could see him actually showing up and being, you know, the school security guard or something oh, like Jesus, that. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you? <laughs> yes, yes, I could. Um, you know, and 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 the final scene. So 
the whole point of this episode, the whole lesson is for Maya to learn to make the world hers. And she does. And at the end of the episode, Cory and Topanga give her a subway card. Uh, and no, it's not for, you know, a, a foot long. Um, <laughs> yeah. A New York City subway card, I should say. Um, and... God, I'm going to tear up with this one. Uh, I, I, I know, dude. I, just, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. Don't even worry about it, man. He, I, don't even, I don't even remember because I think Corey turns around and we see a poster of Mr. Feeney, a stay in school poster. And I yes. don't remember if Mr. Feeney talks before Corey turns around or as he's turning around. But that shot of... Feeney, um, standing there with, with Corey's head to the back of the camera, I was like, oh my god. It was just one of the best cameos I've ever, ever seen. And I, I'm going to say this, because just because I, I don't know how it's going to break out. It, I got the feeling like Mr. Feeney had passed away on the, you know from, from when he left the show, because he, he didn't pass away at the end of the series. I, I looked that up to find out. I was like, when I yeah. saw this, I was like, did he die? I mean, you know, obviously he's not dead. You know, obviously, you know, William Daniels is not dead, but was he supposed to be, you know, passing away? And and that's why they did this whole fade out type thing where you don't see him all of a sudden. I don't know. I, I'm, I'd like to see him back, you know, even if he makes a cameo or something, you know, a couple more cameos. Well, it, it says that he's recurring, so I don't know how often we're going to see him. But it says that he's he's recurring, so um, you know we'll just have to we'll have to hope. We'll have yeah, to we'll hope. have to wait and see. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Even if he doesn't make a whole lot of appearances, if he's just kind of there as even if he's there as just kind of the voice of reason, you know, the 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 Wilson character from Home Improvement. I think that well, see, that's the thing, like. Because Corey and Topanga moved to New York City, they're no longer where they originally lived in Boy Meets World. So yeah. maybe Feeney is still there, living out his retirement. Oh, that could be. I, I don't know. I, I'm curious about the principal angle, though, because because Corey mentions the principal. So yeah. I'm really wondering what is going on with that. Um, I can't wait to see what Sean does. Uh, I'm hoping. I, I don't think this has been announced or confirmed or anything like that i am hoping that i know sean's coming back yeah i know Ryder strong is coming back for a couple episodes uh i'm hoping that sean is with angela or that if he is with angela but she's just not available she wasn't just or the actress wasn't just available for filming that they mention that they're together but she's because that was the other thing during one of those episodes on boy meets world where they went off and you know the episode where you know they all hit their heads or something, and you know, no, 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 it, it was it was the episode where they all argue and they all say, you know, we wish we were, we all never would have met. Yeah. And then they show you what would happen if that entire group of friends would have never met. And you know, in that alternate timeline, Sean was a writer, Angela was a writer, and you know, Sean. Still, even though he wasn't with her in that alternate timeline, he still collected all her stories and still loved her and everything else. So even if she doesn't show up, 
I hope that they make reference to her, that they say, hey, you know, she's back, you know, maybe Sean and Angela had kids. Who knows? You know, I don't know. Um, be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, I, I am hoping for a lot of good things with the show. I'm I, expecting a ton of good things with this show. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am really hoping that Disney doesn't, you know, fuck it up. <laughs> I don't, I honestly don't think they will. Yeah. I, first of all, Michael Jacobs is, is the showrunner. He created Boy Meets World, so he's the showrunner again. Now, here's, here's what I'm kind of worried about is, and I don't think this will happen, but I've seen some shows recently where one showrunner or a creator starts a show, and then by the second or third or fourth season, they leave the show. I don't like when that happens a lot of times, but I honestly think that Michael Jacobs has enough love for the I mean, he created the damn thing. Yeah. I, I would assume if, if they're bringing it back now, you know, 14 years later, because... Holy crap! It's been fourteen years since that shit, since Boy Meets World has been off the air. God, wow, we are old, ladies and gentlemen. I know, um, <laughs> I know. God, don't remind me. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's one of those things where uh, you know I really have. I, I wouldn't say that I have high expectations, um, but I'm very, very optimistic about where Girl Meets World is going. Um, and I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I mean, I really you know, can't. I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of the same stories, but you're going to see different angles for, for it because of, because it, you're going to see you know Corey going, hey, guess what? I lived through this. And you're going to see him kind of maybe teaching them a lesson by Absolutely. his screw ups and what he did. I, I think it's going to be good. I, I really have I really have high hopes for it. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go ahead and close out the show now. Uh, Mike, I know you've given your final thoughts. Do you have anything here coming up for GeekCast Radio Network that you want to talk about? Um, we've got uh, – we just released our uh, rank, or if you want to call it Rancor of Star Wars episode, GCR episode 66, Order 66, um, where myself, Steve, uh, Steven, Steve Megatron, and Michael Wilson, we um, – we rank from best to worst the Star Wars movies. <laughs> now, granted, there are only six Star Wars movies, but we kind of, you know, do a little thing there with that. Um, I'm trying to get Tooncast Beyond to come back uh, for the Animation Direction Spotlight sometime this summer, hopefully August. Uh, that'll start back up. Um... What else is going on? Uh, the pull bag has got uh, Turtles comics coverage. It's got uh, superhero coverage coming up, uh, several different Origins episodes. Um, we are looking for uh, writers for our website. You can go to geekcastradio.com, click on the uh, – uh, what is it? Let me look at it here just to make sure I know yeah. what it is. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what the banner says. Uh uh, it's a banner about uh, a quarter away down the page. It's under the recent comment section. It's called "We Want You Join Us," and it's a picture of Batman. Uh, basically, what we're looking for is writers to talk about, uh, to write articles uh, talking about uh, if you love video games, technology, TVs, movies, comics, or pop culture in general, and would be interested in contributing content to be featured on the GCN website. Then we want you, uh, and you can send samples whether they're on. 
other websites or whatever, you can send samples to unleashthegeek at geekcastradio.com with the subject line, we want you. Uh, so we're looking for new writers because um, right now it's just two of us writing a majority of, of the articles that are on the website. Um, I've got, right now I've got four and a half, five are different written things that I have to be doing. Um, <laughs> thankfully, one of them I don't, I cannot do until I see an episode uh, or, or until I have seen an episode of a, cer- of a certain show. Um, but I've got so much going on right now. Uh, you can check out M-Wire, Movie Week in Review. Uh, that show has two factions to it. It has M-Wire Regular, which is myself and whomever wants to guest with me on uh, ver- various movies, episode to episode. Uh, you can check out M-Wire Weekly, which is our weekly coverage with Optimus Solo uh, and his crew. They they go basically beat by beat through the movie week's movie week in review. They basically talk about the box office. They usually have a featured attraction. They'll do a credit conversation. They'll talk about casting news and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a movie news show on their side. Um, uh, just go to geekcastradio.com. We're celebrating our, our five-year anniversary uh, this month and uh, the rest of this year. I have a brand-new website layout, all-new design. It's it's very, very awesome. Just go check it out, geekcastradio.com. Okay, and I want to thank everybody who's listening here for us. Uh, you know, Everybody who listens, please go in, leave us feedback on iTunes. I have been looking. Uh, we actually, <laughs> believe it or not, we did get a new one. Uh, let me pull it up here. Uh, I, I'll come back to this here because I want to. I want to mention this from Katie Platine, uh, but uh, go to Facebook, like us on Facebook. Again, I am still waiting to try and get up to that hundred people on hundred likes on Facebook. I still have the Batman action figure here ready to give away the two thousand four Batman action figure, and I will do a random drawing once I hit one hundred likes. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. Put your name down in there. I will put, pull it out in a random drawing here. Uh, I do have other things that I'll be giving away. Like I said, I have some movie trailers that I'll give away. Uh, I have a Star Wars, or not Star Wars, Star Trek watch that I'll give away. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to Comic-Con this year, so I am going to have some Comic-Con freebies. I don't know what they'll be yet because I don't know what they're going to give out. <laughs> uh, but I will have those. If you guys want to write in and leave feedback on iTunes, if you want to leave us an email, you can write to us at mygenerationpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit us on the website and leave comments on mygenerationpodcast.com. Uh, let me see. God. I apologize, folks. I Katie am- says, Katie says, great concept, great show. Five-star review. This was left on June 5th, 2014. Today was my first listen. Enjoyed it. Hope to catch up soon on some of my other favorite movies they cover. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Katie, thank you. Uh, we want to give you guys credit. Anytime that you guys met, leave a, a review, we will read it on the air here for you. So please do. Uh, I know we've got some good stuff that's going to be coming up here. Mike and I have been talking about uh, doing some more tribute shows to uh, Lee Thompson Young. Lee, Lee Thompson Young and uh, J.R. Ewing himself, Larry Hagman. Uh, those will be coming up in the coming weeks. You know, we've got that. I know we're going to have, we're going to talk some more about some of the TMNT movies because we, yeah. we mentioned that. Um, we have, God, there's so much we're going to be talking about. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Hell, we could even get into Smallville at some point. I'm not sure how excited you'd be about that, but we may get into that at some point. <laughs> yeah. If anyone, if anyone wants to go on Amazon and donate the Smallville Complete Series DVD set to me, 
shoot me an email, tfgmike at gmail.com, and let me know, because that's the only way I'll be able to remember Smallville is if I watch it from beginning to end. Yes. Um, (laughs) Now, I do remember certain things about that show. I do remember the first season was absolutely fantastic. The second season, I kind of dropped off. I picked it up in the third, fourth, fifth season. Um, It was all over the place. season, Season seven was probably my favorite outside of the series finale. Season seven was awesome because you had um, Laura Vandervoot as Supergirl. Oh. That was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then the, the series finale was just great. Uh, the one problem I have with that show is the clause that Tom Welling wanted in his contract. No, no tights, no, no flights. flights. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, maybe at some point. I do know that I do want us to do. Um, I kind of. I don't, I don't. You know, this is your show. It's you know whatever. Uh, you know, I'm just suggesting this. I'd like us to do a few more like pilot premieres. Oh yeah. So like when when Gotham starts on Fox after we watch that, yeah. we'll come and do an episode similar to like what this was. Because um, that was the whole purpose of this episode to talk about Boy Meets World to kind of gear everybody up for Girl Meets World. Um, oh yeah, I, I will have no problem with that. I just have to be able to watch an episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and hopefully with with Gotham, Fox will do the same thing that Disney did. And I know Fox and Disney are two different companies, but usually sometimes those premieres are advanced releases on iTunes for free. So hopefully they'll do that with Gotham. Um, yeah, there's a lot coming up. Uh, yeah. so know, much. Who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll get to see some previews of stuff at Comic Con and be able to talk about it. Because oh, absolutely. They, they yeah, hell, we ought to just do when you when is Comic Con this year? Uh the twenty first through twenty fourth, I think it is. Uh, let me pull up a calendar hey, here. Is it July? Yeah, it's next month. Okay. Uh, let's see. Twenty first is a Monday, so that wouldn't. Work uh, the twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, maybe. I think so. Twenty fourth to the twenty seventh, maybe the last week of July. Uh, no, I think it's the third week. I'm trying to see here. Well, yeah, but that I mean, the last week is kind of like thirty first is on a Thursday, and then the Friday is August first. So it's probably the twenty fourth to the twenty seventh. I think. Yeah, we ought to do um for that. Uh, that week when we record that Wednesday, the 23rd, we ought to do a Comic-Con pre-show where you bring us a whole bu- bunch of links to, to talk about, you know, kind of previewing oh, the show. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. the following Wednesday, the 30th, we ought to do a Comic-Con post show and just kind of go through what you've, what you saw, what panels you went to, who you met, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah. Cause I, I, I already know, I've already been told Bill Farmer is going to be there talking about voice acting. I'm going to go meet the voice of Goofy. That is that is a guarantee, folks. I will make every possibility happen with that one. <laughs> Whether I can actually get him to say anything for me on 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 you know record it down, I'm not sure, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> I still the best Disney joke I've ever really heard, and I, and I know, and it's kind of ties in since we're talking about Disney Channel and and whatever else, but. I don't know what your feeling is about Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and Sweet Life on Deck. I know a lot of people, some people I know don't like it. Um, I thought it was a decent enough show and I like a lot of the characters in it. But there's an episode in the Sweet Life on Deck where George Takei, they they do a, an episode called Starship Tipton. And they do like a, star, a whole Star Trek thing. Oh, and 
he shows up as the great, 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 great uh, grandson of London Tipton. <laughs> and um, he says, uh, his joke is, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to our beach house on Pluto. Or no, he says, or, I'm going to go to our vacation house on Pluto. We have a vacation house on the dog. This is what London says. <laughs> and he says, yeah, I know. Kind of goofy, huh? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, oh, I, I've heard some bad Disney jokes before. That one, that one, that one's one of the better bad Disney jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean that's that's one of the things that that I'd like to kind of do with the show is kind of. I do know we do need to do a little bit more video game stuff, and I oh, have yeah. a bunch bunch of ideas. I can I can shoot your way for video game stuff. Yeah, um, but uh, I'd like to focus on a lot of a lot of a lot of TV shows and stuff like that. And we, we will oh, yeah. obviously still do movies. Uh, like I do know I want us to do cocktail at some point and oh, we yeah. do have that giant uh, baseball spotlight coming up in October for the playoffs. Oh yeah. Uh, that we're still going to do. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just a blast. We're, we're, I mean, sure. I'm sitting here and I'm looking up information and sometimes I record the episode and sometimes I don't. And, and, uh, but I love just coming on here and just shooting the shit because that way I don't have to do any actual work half the time. <laughs> no, that's half the fun. Already. That's half yeah, the fun. Half just the sitting fun. here talking about this stuff. So absolutely, we will definitely have some stuff coming up, folks. Daddy, what are you doing here? Being smarter than me. How come you're always smarter than me? Here's what I'm thinking. It's not your world yet. It's still my world. Because if it was your world, Maya would have you on the subway already thinking you put something over on me. But she didn't. Know how I know? Look at you. You're right here. How long do I have to live in my father's world? Until you make it yours. So, where do you want to go? Don't know. Big world. Ours now? Yeah, but my dad did see after we home by five. <laughs> Don't worry. He wrote you a note. Astor Place, 14th Street, and the world. You guys came back and waited for us? Hey, we told you we were always going to be here for you. Yeah, Riley. It's not so easy handing over the world without making sure everything's going to be okay. Well done, Mr. Matthews. <laughs> 